Hello and welcome to the Work of All Being podcast. I'm Amy from The Wellness Strategy and I'm your host and sometimes just the person you're going to listen to talk. We have a range of episodes. If you haven't already dived into those, please go ahead and do so. But what this podcast really is about is giving you insights into different things that support well-being that perhaps we don't always think of. We have a range of guests who are going to broaden our understanding and experience on what well-being actually looks like, especially in the workplace. And I too will be sharing with you tips, insights, strategies, and just my overall thinking and ramblings. So hang out with us as much as you can, learn as much as you can. And if there's anything you want me to speak of or a guest you want me to interview, absolutely let me know because this is the work of well-being, which means all of us are here together to do the work that matters most so you can have a thriving, fulfilling life both in and out of the workplace. Hello, wonderful people. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Work of Wellbeing podcast. I love recording these. I'm actually going to try and record a couple in a row. Um, because the end and the start of the year are super busy um, with PD days and connecting and um, facilitating and being on site in different places, which of course then means travel. And so if I don't record them, they don't get done. And I really want to be able to share different things with you as often as possible. Uh, So this is part of that, which means I have to get organized. You know, it's like knowing that if report writing season is ahead, I might have to do a little bit more work in regards to getting my work done or uh, having everything organized because my time's going to have to go into you know, writing reports, etc. So it's um, definitely transferring some of those skills I had when I was teaching to this space, uh, which is a little bit challenging. I won't lie to you, there are times where I wake up and I think, oh my goodness, I would just love to be going to school right now. Um, I really at times miss the classroom and I miss teaching. I miss, um, you know, being in the staff room and having lunch and I miss students and I miss conversations around learning and teaching. And I was having a conversation with someone else about this yesterday Um, and what what they shared with me or I guess the the insight that I couldn't see myself was they said, you're still a teacher. It's just that you're teaching adults. And I thought that's so true. Um, But it's just not the same as as adults. We have a bit of a filter and we overthink things and with kids that doesn't happen. And so sometimes it's those moments from a classroom that I truly, truly miss. All right. Let's um, dive in, shall we, to this episode, which is really around some thinking I want to provoke you with. And that is getting you to consider this question, what is well-being, which I know we've talked about before uh, and you may have heard me speak on stage about this or present about it or um, even read it in my book. But I want you to consider this question for you. What is well-being for you? Because we know there's no framework or a single definition or a one-size-fits-all approach. We know that now. That's been really well established. Uh, And if you're still out there looking for the answer, it just doesn't exist. There are different pieces, there are different elements, there are different frameworks. But I think mostly what's important is when you look at all of the things that exist, you ask what resonates and what works with you. But I don't want you to just choose things that you like. I actually want you to focus on what is meaningful to you. 
I don't want you to pick things just because they're easy or just because they're fun. I want you to pick things that are going to give you long-term benefit. It's so easy to think that well-being is about self-care, you know, many petties massages, sitting on the beach, having a nice cup of tea, and all of those things can be a part of well-being, but self-care alone is not well-being. You know, if we have to think about our physical well-being and exercise, that does require work, it does require time, it does require energy and effort, and it is hard and challenging sometimes. Does that mean we shouldn't do it? Absolutely not. You see, the work of well-being means doing some of those things that perhaps aren't fun, aren't pretty, aren't Instagram-worthy, yet we can also shy away from those things for that same reason. So I really want you to consider what's well-being to you, but not just in terms of right now. If you were to take a step back and ask yourself, what do I need for my well-being to elevate, to function, to thrive? What would I bring in? Maybe it is exercise. Maybe it's rest. Maybe it's connection. Maybe it's having a hobby. Maybe it's got something to do with financial well-being or spiritual well-being. The other thing I think too, when we try and define this or decide it or put it in a framework is that we lock ourselves into something. And there are so many different parts, as we know, that if we do lock, if we do kind of, you know, hold ourselves to five different pillars, we may be missing out on different things. And so for me, rather than thinking as well being, being certain pillars or being areas that we should focus on, or even, you know, looking at all of the different definitions of science, which some are, let's be honest, really quite complex. For me, well-being is about a feeling. It's about how I feel when I wake up. It's about my energy. Uh, it's about my ability to work well. It's about my ability to connect. It's how I feel at the end of a work day. It's my mindset. It's my ability to work through problems, to have grit and determination, to have resilience to manage my emotions, um, to be productive, to love the work that I do and always grow. It's not about physical, mental or emotional well-being alone. It's more granular than that. And so I would really, when you look at well-being or different domains and you try and match them to yourself, I would ask you to be a bit more granular, a bit more specific, because when we can do that, we become aware of what's going on for us. And so for me, like I know when things are off, when I'm feeling tired, when I'm feeling sluggish, when my energy is low. And I know when I'm in those moments, I just don't function as well. Now, it's normal to have energy levels that uh, fluctuate. It's normal, normal at times to feel a bit sluggish. But what I always try and do is reflect on why that is. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've yawned about 20 times since starting. <laughs> and... That's because I have been working with a naturopath on exactly these things, energy, and I am giving up coffee for a little while. And it's hard, yucca. I will not lie. It is hard. I normally only have one coffee a day. I normally have a coffee somewhere between six and seven in the morning. Um, and I just, I love the smell. I love the taste. I love the ritual of it. And I have really noticed my one inability to not yawn while I'm talking, but also to um, impact on energy. And it's only, I only have one cup a day, um, which is just crazy. So 
right now I do feel a little bit more tired, but I know why that is. So I'm always asking why, why, why? Because when you can start to understand that well-being really is about energy, it's about how we connect, it's about how we regulate emotions, it's about whether or not we can find space and take a breath, or um, it's about the tolerance we may have or not have. And so maybe sometimes we're more irritable or we're unable to regulate our emotions quickly. We can start to tap in and ask, well, why is that? And that is really important in terms of knowing what to do, knowing uh, how to connect, knowing and I mean, when I say connect, I mean, connect back in with yourself, you know, knowing what it is you're going to need to do. Um, this is this is so different to seeing it as a checklist, right? It's very, very different. So when you're considering what well-being is, I want you to actually pause and reflect on your energy. I want you to pause and reflect on how you feel when you wake up. I want you to pause and reflect on how you feel at the end of the day. I want you to look at it in terms of not just one day, but a whole week, because we have to consider the human element. And there are days where I'm like, yes, I'm going to change the world. And there are days like, I'm going to go back to bed. (laughs) And there are days where I like, I think I, I want to go back to the classroom. It's about how we feel most consistently. And it's about the story behind that as well, because there are inevitably daily stresses. Uh, especially with being an educator, being a teacher, there are definitely times where we're not going to be able to be productive, where we're not going to be able to focus on professional development or growth, where, you know, our team may not just be working collaboratively for whatever reason that may be. It's not good or bad. It's actually understanding why that is. And that data informs what we can do about it, if we do anything about it, if we want to do anything about it, if we choose to do anything about it. But I think most importantly, if we take responsibility for it, because we can ignore all these symptoms, we can ignore the symptoms, we can ignore the signs, uh, and we can just choose to go on the way we're going, you know, being on autopilot, going through the motions, not considering anything, or we can choose to see this as data and think, what do I need to take responsibility for here? So for me, giving out coffee, uh, which if you are a coffee drinker, just think about that for a minute. It sounds small, but where's you running again? It really is. Um, It's been a week. Has it been a week? Yeah, it's been a week now, um, or maybe 10 days. And so I'm hoping by the end of the second week, um, things start to kick up a little bit. Um, Oh, no, I'm I'm, no, sorry. It's only been a week. (laughs) Feels like 10 days. Um, So I'm hoping as we move into the second week, it gets a bit easier. But what that highlights to me is I am going to be a little bit tired and feel a little bit out of sorts that's not a reason to not um, show up my best. I have to be better at putting things in place to help. I have to be able to step back and say, well, what's really going on here? And I have to ask myself, is that an excuse to not do your job? And unfortunately, the answer is no, (laughs) Um, not unfortunately. But there could be times where you've got things going on at home. There could be times where things are a bit more stressful at school. And so it's just checking in with what's going on here and in my version of well-being where you know i want to feel like i have energy where i want to feel calm where i want to be able to regulate my regulate emotions where i want to be productive and work well and team well and connect well and all of those things then what matters is i understand what's going on and can do something about it if i need to so when you consider that question what is well-being be really specific with yourself and instead of attaching it to different areas which is what we've been taught I want you to consider attaching it to your emotional state and how you feel. How do you want to feel most of, most often? Where do you want to spend your time most often? 
what's important to you. They're the things that I would be considering when you look at what is well-being rather than trying to find a single definition for all of us because it doesn't work like that. It really is about understanding what well-being is to you and knowing when perhaps you're a little bit off balance, using that as an opportunity to dive deeper, be more granular and specific with what you need to do and make those changes. That's where I think the work of well-being becomes really powerful. All right, lovely people, I'm off to um, have another cup of yerba mate, um, which is some kind of herbal tea that's supposed to help replace caffeine, but if I'm honest with you, it's not doing the trick, so I need to go have a um, fresh air burst, I think. Um, just to let you know, also, the Teach Wellbeing membership is kicking off very soon, uh, starting next year, so this is where I'm going to teach you all of these things and more. It's basically ongoing PD for 12 months, which is super, super exciting, uh, and I can't wait to get it off the ground. So stay tuned for that. Uh, there'll be an episode coming out soon. The uh, website's going live with that soon. We don't open doors until January 14, but there's lots and lots of wonderful things coming your way until then. So you can really do your due diligence around uh, giving yourself time to consider if this is who you want to be or uh, what you want to be a part of. Now, I'm only opening 100 places, which if you think about how many teachers there are in the world, that is not very many. So uh, don't leave it too late. Make sure you're on the wait list, which will be in the show notes, and come hang out for 12 months because it is absolutely going to be phenomenal. Have a wonderful day, evening, night, whatever time uh, it is for you, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. It was an absolute delight to have you here. If you want to learn more about the work I do in the wellness strategy, whether it's for your own personal well-being or professional and workplace well-being, the best place to hang out with me is on LinkedIn. I share with you an immense amount of content, strategy and information that's going to help you transform your well-being right now. So head over there. Simple LinkedIn, Amy Green. You should be able to find that. It's also in the show notes. And if you need anything else, I'm across all other social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm even trying out TikTok. So you never know where this is going to go. But thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you need anything at all, you can always send me an email. You can find me on those socials. But most importantly, just keep doing the work of well-being.